If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spin NFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Sorry. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Uh, it's, it's game day today. There's going to be a game tonight. It's Thursday. We're getting ready to roll into the weekend. And uh, pretty excited, man. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. are you, are you, last we spoke, you were a bit under the weather. I was a little bit under the weather, but uh, I'm even better now. How you feeling? I feel pretty good. Good. Uh, I feel much better. I took one of those COVID tests today. They delivered it to the house. Okay. I had to jam this long ass Q-tip in the back of my throat. I thought mm. I was gonna throw up out of my eyeballs. It was crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Send it away. See what happens. But I, I honestly, I don't feel so bad. So I think I'm, you know, even if I do have COVID, uh, I clearly think I'm gonna pull through. Yeah, yeah. So. I think uh, what I had was a mild case of it, thankfully. But mm. we'll see. My wife actually has it. <clears throat> Now, like she's dang girl. Yeah, she's a few days behind me, so she's she pulling on out. COVID, motherfucking shit. <laughs> she's not going anywhere. She takes it completely seriously. She's not going. I take it seriously too. That's why I was self quarantined, and uh, she was just able to get a test and find out she had it. Um, but yeah, man, football still goes on, COVID or not, as we found out this year. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, and Adam Gay still has a job. I honestly, I mean, I, yeah, like, he, he, of course, it, it would make sense to fire him on the bye week. Um, but I really believe that they're just, he's there to facilitate the tank. Um, I mean, uh, the best way to make sure they get that first round pick is to just keep doing what they're doing. They don't play with fans, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe they heard our theory. That uh, when you a coach gets fired, they win that next game, and they're not trying to win any games. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think. Um, I mean, also. I mean, what are they gonna? I mean, obviously, they're gonna clean house at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, they need. I guess maybe they have a better chance of getting a good coach if if they know that that coach is coming in, knowing that they have a first round pick. Maybe that's a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. say you want to get the enemy to come in. I'm just saying for argument's sake, that's certainly a, an attractive part of the offer if you know that you get to take uh, the first round pick in the draft. And you show a little bit of, like, loyalty and decorum, I guess. In To who? <laughs> to your whoever your coach is. Oh, yeah, that's true. If you say, I was the coach of this guy, I stood by him to the end, I'll stand by you. Or when things start looking down, we're going to kick you the fuck out of here. Mm. That might be uh, might be a good look for them. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, but the coaches, the prospects are all pretty tied up anyway right now, so they're probably not even thinking about that shit. Just like, I, uh, you know, with Brian Flores for the Dolphins, he was coaching in the Super Bowl 
before before he could come over. So, I mean, I think you can only describe the Jets as a franchise in complete turmoil. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's going to take more than a first round pick to fix this this tire fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they got to get so. somebody. They got to get a big culture guy in there. Come in there and change the culture. Mm. That's why I don't know if uh, I don't know much about Eric Bieniemy, but you might have to think outside the box and focus mm. more on leadership than uh, scheme, because mm. they thought scheme and got somebody who's not a leader, and and Adam Gates is not working out. No. So if you got it, I guess if you had things in place already that were working, then you can go after a coach like Eric <clears throat> Bieniemy. If you got a good GM in place, that's making draft picks and stuff like that. And not much is going to change, but we just need a coaching change. Then that's those teams are probably best for Eric Bieniemy. Mm. So that's not the Jets. That's just me talking. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I can't see a lot of reasons to want to work for the Jets organization right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, even the first, the presumptive first round pick, in the draft, Trevor Lawrence seems to be indicating he doesn't want to go there either. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it did come out. Adam Schefter it was like the biggest uh, news breaker in the NFL mm. right now. Mm. Um, it's probably got a lot of agents on his in his sources in his phone. Mm. Uh, but he said that Adam Gase will not be the coach of the New York Jets next year. So it's like mm. that's coming from it's somebody right. who's all sourced up. Adam Schefter, mm. so <clears throat> yeah. nobody. I mean, it's not like it's it's a hot take. <laughs> what? I know. Yeah, what? it's like it's the coldest hot take I've ever heard. I mean, yeah. yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, but he's, saying, he's so, not, but they're saying like he's like don't don't even expect mm. it. So maybe that's what they're gonna do. Just ride it out, like you said, ride it all the way out. Mm. Oh well, the wheels have fallen off. Though I don't know if they understand that part. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, the NFL, uh, <laughs> the the NFL dot com came out with an article uh, predicting the rest, the the win projections for the rest of the teams this year. Mm-hmm. They did, and um, <clears throat> I mean, the the team they think is going to have the most wins is the is uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Is it? With 13 wins is what they're saying. Oh, look at that. Even though yeah. the, uh, well, 13.3 well, it saying, came out. So it's the 13.3 same. wins for the Chiefs, 13.2 for the Steelers. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's probably going by the strength of schedule, I guess, they're looking at too. <clears throat> but yeah, it sounds you know, about right. 13 wins you know sounds what? right. For you know what put the Kansas City over the edge is that they, they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. That's probably what gave them that extra. <laughs> Uh, they said no that just adds on come from behind wins yeah exactly (laughs) and we all know how Mahomes likes to come from behind (laughs) yeah uh then they had uh Baltimore Ravens come in with they think they're gonna get 12 wins it's a little surprising considering that they they've been struggling to put you know they're six and two though I mean they are six and two but they've they have not been themselves this year uh, but yeah, whatever. They're good. Yeah. Um, so they think, they basically think they're gonna lose two more games. So they'll just go six and two again. They're predicting the Bills to uh, to win your division. How do you feel about that? 
Don't like it at all, man. <laughs> Especially considering I put money on the Dolphins to win the division. So yeah, they got really don't like that. They got the Bills with eleven wins. They got the Dolphins with nine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dolphins. That means the Dolphins are gonna are gonna lose uh, four more games. Mm. So uh, I can't agree with that. Mm. I think that we're being uh, we're being disrespected again. We're like uh, we're like Michael Jordan psyche. I mm. took that as disrespect. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. Run with that because I'm. I mean. I think the Dolphins are doing a great job being disrespected this year because they just keep coming out and winning football games. Uh, I, I'm still rooting for that that tie record going into the last game of the season. Oh, yeah. They got to keep up. Head. It's on them, man. We're going to do our thing. They got to do their part. Uh, mm-hmm. I was watching uh, the pregame show, the NFL uh, Network pregame show, and every single person picked the Cardinals to win. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the um, – I saw another show. Everybody picked the Cardinals. And I was like, man, we can't get any love. Nobody think Miami can win this game. I thought it was a toss-up, personally. I think that's going to change. Yeah, man. People are starting to take them for real now. There's only two people. There's, um, there were only two people I saw that said Miami's going to win that game. It's Mina Kimes, one of the best brains in football, mm. uh, the reporter or mm. analyst or whatever you want to call her. And then uh, a guy, Jeffrey, somebody. Mm. And I was like, thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> there, was only one, there was only one woman on the network who picked the Saints to beat the Bucks too. Okay. Out of the 30 people who picked oh, wow. the Bucks. Who was that woman? I think she's the woman who does their fantasy reporting, Cynthia Freeman. Oh, okay. She was the only one that day to pick. Uh, to pick the Saints to beat the Bucks, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, right, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> Women, what do they know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She likes the so, colors, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she likes the helmet. <laughs> Patriots are only projected to have three more wins. Really? Six point eight. It says they currently have three. So I don't know how you want to. What three more wins? Four more wins? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So they think they'll go three and five again, basically. Well, six point eight. They may, they might win four more games. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow, what do they have for the uh, the Browns? They think the Browns will finish with nine wins. It's so nice yeah. to see that they think my team is going to be better than some of these teams. Yeah. What they say about the Falcons? Where are they? Why? The Falcons why were supposed they, to be five point six total. I think it was. Why do I have to scroll down so far to find my Falcons? <laughs> What's going on here? Whoa! 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 They're saying we're only going to win. Two more games. For the rest of the year. They're saying we're going to have 5.6 wins on the <laughs> season. Hold on a second here. That's crazy, man. I don't think you can look at It's not like the Falcons are not a – can't make – you can't find wins on the schedule. What? Okay. Let's – let's – let's – hold on a second here. Who the fuck are we playing? No, I don't want push notifications. You can fuck off with that. <laughs> schedule. You looking at your schedule? Looking at my schedule. I know we play the fuck. We come out of our bye week playing the Saints, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Saints. Oh shit, maybe they're right. Saints, <laughs> Raiders. We play. Listen to this. Coming out of the bye week, we play the Saints. Then we play the Raiders. Then we play the Saints again. Uh, then we play the Chargers. I guess that's one of the ones they think we can win. 
And then, oh, Jesus. And then we end the season playing Buccaneers in week 15, Kansas City Chiefs in week 16, Buccaneers again in week 17. Oh. Okay, maybe they're right. Huh? <laughs> maybe they're uh-huh. right. We're only supposed to win one more game than the Cowboys. Come on. Yeah, but you agreed with it. Yeah, that's true. We have a t- we have a tough schedule. I mean, you'll, you'll pick it up. You'll pick something up, man. We got a tough schedule. Uh, sure. Don't get down, man. It's okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll live to fight another day. Yeah, come on over. Come join the, the Dolphins bandwagon. I'm all in. I love the Dolphins. Your coach has won me over. You got a couple of Bulldogs on the on the Dolphins, too, don't you? Doesn't everybody have some Bulldogs? I mean, everybody's got some Bulldogs. But you got some good ones. You got some linemen up there. I forget who they were, but there's a couple of Bulldogs on the Dolphins. And I don't know. Solomon Kinley? Was he? That sounds familiar. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll do a uh, I'll I'll do a bulldog uh, check and uh, get back to you. <laughs> did um did you see that uh, story about the Ravens? Um, was it the Lamar Jackson was saying that they know their calls? Teams are t- defenses are calling out their plays. That's crazy. Yeah, man, that's got to be frustrating. There's no, there's nothing illegal about it. Um, no. But do you remember last season somebody tried to do that to Cam Newton? No. Somebody was like, uh, before the play, he starts yelling out whatever the play was. And Cam mm. Newton said, I see you've been watching the tape, huh? And then mm. he says, watch this. And he throws a touchdown. <laughs> 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 it's the best Cam Newton moment ever. That's funny. Oh, you've been watching the tape, huh? Watch this. Touchdown. He threw like I a just... little, uh, uh, what's it called? Texas route to... Oh, yeah. To uh, McCaffrey. What are you saying? You got Solomon Kenley mm-hmm. uh, and Jonathan Ledbetter. Mm-hmm. Both former Bulldogs. Okay. Yeah. Kenley's getting a lot of love. That's yeah, a he's good. Big man. He's, good. he's real good. Um, but, yeah, the uh, the Ravens are saying people are knowing their plays and uh, mm-hmm. or, or uh, Lamar Jackson is saying it, so – it's time for them to switch it up, man. But they've only lost two games. Everybody's acting like the Ravens are on some crazy losing streak or something. They're just not as dominant as they were last year when they were breaking a bunch of records. But I mean, I think, you know, they're always searching for a narrative. I mean, you know, anytime the league MVP is not having an MVP quality season, uh, you know, it just gives them something to talk about. Like, oh, yeah. who's... Who's the MVP? Who's the favorite now? It was Russell Wilson, but he had such a bad game last week. Who's the now? Who's yeah. the now? You know, when everybody knows it's probably just going to be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, man, yeah. Play, it should be right Russell up. Wilson, though. The best damn, he, he's the best he, damn quarterback in the league. He probably means more to his team, but when you look at what Mahomes is is doing right now, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to watch, man. I mean, he's got like over twenty five touchdown passes and only one interception. Uh, I wow. saw some graphic the other day. It's like he had seven interceptions in his MVP season. Now he's got one. <laughs> so ain't much, ain't much you can do about that. I remember that when. Uh, remember when Carson Wentz was supposed to be that guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember he started his career just wasn't throwing interceptions. 
Yeah. And now, now Carson Wentz all the time. Like, yeah, he's like, hey, man, I've got to catch up. i got a lot of catching up to do. He's throwing two or three a game now. <laughs> 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 got to regress to the main. I'm working on it. Yeah, exactly. Man, well, uh, you were telling me something about an NFL equality initiative they're doing. Yeah. New uh, NFL owners unanimously approve. Oh, wait, no, that's not what I'm looking for. That's something else. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so um, what was it before? They they were trying to do this diversity, high, like, you know, you get, they were talking. The running rule. Yeah, but then they were going to add something to it, like you would get something special if you hired a minority. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying that, that I, you could get, a, it was like some draft incentive or something like that. This is kind of an interesting twist on it. Okay. Um, new incentives for its teams when it comes to hiring and developing minority candidates um so under this revised league policy um the the employer club of the minority who has been hired as a head coach or general manager by another team will receive a a compensatory third round draft pick for each of the following two drafts so basically they're saying, like, if you take all of this time and energy to develop minority players within your organization uh, and they get hired somewhere else, you're going to get some draft picks out of this. Mm, um, okay. So, I mean, clearly one of the problems that they were having was, you know, as teams were developing um, coaching talent, you know, you don't want to let any of that go. Right. You don't right. want to. You don't want to let it go for nothing. Um, but at the same time, it does create a sort of a weird scenario where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to let, let's say, let's, let's get specific here. Let's say the Chiefs, uh, you know, the enemy leaves, gets hired by the Falcons, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's hope, let's hope out loud. Just theoretically speaking. <laughs> uh, you know, then of course, you know, the Chiefs are going to get some extra draft picks out of this. The problem comes when you have to take into consideration, you know, I mean, obviously you don't want a, a, a division rival to get any extra draft picks. All right. right. So that kind of, I don't know what, it, this is just the basic form of it. I don't know. What's your take on it? What do you think? I think it's tough, man. It's almost like it's right up there with the whole um, affirmative action discussion mm. or it's tough or it sounds fair. It sounds fair that you try to give people an advantage that have been disadvantaged for so long, but then, on its face, it seems unfair, and it also kind of it gives people a reason to say, like I saw, like I told you when, when for instance, Brian Flores to talk about my team when they were talking about meeting with him, people just dismissed it as it's a Rooney Rule meeting instead of that he's qualified. Every time a black candidate comes up, then you can it gives you uh, a good reason to question if that person is truly one hundred percent qualified. Or if they're being taken only because they have to fill a quota. So that's what sucks about it. But I think it's still good that there's some type of incentive for uh, coaches. But I, th- I don't know. It always it seems like just calling them out is the best. Like, you know, call out Tampa for firing Tony Dungy and then giving all this credit to John Gruden, who still lives off of that, off of taking his team to the Super Bowl and winning. Or maybe his course had run out. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a tough one, man. The thing that I don't like about it is that 
it puts absolutely zero leverage or power or however you want to describe it into the hands of the actual minority coach. Yeah, <laughs> like they're true. the only ones who have absolutely no say in this discussion. Hmm. Which I find point. a little bizarre, right? So yeah. you got you got teams saying we're doing this, the league is saying we want to create this incentive, but it feels like there's kind of a a leg missing to this three-legged stool. <laughs> yeah, uh, whereas the coaches, yeah, and that's another part of it. We talked about that the coaches don't have a union. They don't have representation in any of this. They need to. So, like, if there was a – yeah, I'd like to hear what a, a, an up-and-coming coach would have to say about it. Like, what do you want? Or somebody who used to be a coach, uh, Mike Tomlin, like, you've been through all of the ranks. You came up under Tony Dungy's wings and or under his regime and – then you became a coach, and now you have a regime, and you're successful. And what would you want as a young coach? That's what. Yeah, that would be good to hear. I'd be very interested to hear what someone like Tony Dungy thinks of this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just dropped yesterday, so I'm not so sure how uh, many hot takes there are yeah. about it. Uh, well, the only hot takes that matter are the Spinnerfell hot takes. Of course, because everybody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'd be. Interested to hear what a young coach would. I'd be interested to hear what um, Eric Bieniemy, somebody who's everybody that name pops up all the time about a, a soon to be coach, and within the next couple of years he'll be head coach somewhere. What would he want? Would he feel like it's right if he was to get um, if the Chiefs were to get a third round pick because they developed him when maybe they would have developed him anyway? Right. I mean, and how do you prove you're developing somebody? What if you go somewhere and you turn out to be a good coach and that their development had nothing to do with it? Sure. What, what if you were treated like shit the whole time? But you just so happen to be a good coach now. Does that last team get credit for it? Yeah. Or if you come there and you just happen to, you know, hit the ground running? And it does, it, it, there is something, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it, but it does feel like there's kind of a an element to this where it's like, you know, we're going to reward teams for for taking care of their black people. <laughs> yeah, but what teams you know are what doing, I mean? yeah, like, I get it. But that's you the, know what I mean? That's, it's the same with affirmative action uh, argument. Like, you're rewarding people for treating an employee like you treat other employees or giving them or you're rewarding companies for uh, treating black people or having enough black people on staff. You know what I mean? When, uh, if you didn't, it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's a tough, Man, it's a tough I, conversation. Yeah. And I think it's that, that systemic part of it, I think is the part that kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. Yeah. Uh, to think that that's even necessary is kind of strange. Like, um, ah, it's just weird. I, I don't know. I have no faith in the league to be able to solve this problem. Um, but we'll no, see. But they, I mean, but they had the little logo in the in the end zones. Oh right! So yeah. they solved that problem. Yeah, racism in general. Now they're on to the heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the election? I mean, <laughs> yeah, seventy-one million people didn't get the memo, but seventy-five <laughs> did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, uh, my wife just told me when I, I stepped out for a second, she told me that um, Trump's going to start a TV channel. Yeah, I read that. 
I saw that coming. Everybody's been talking. And, oh, uh, an update for people who care about American politics. Donald Trump hasn't, um, he hasn't resumed working. Yeah. He's like boycotting. This dude is doing an adult temper tantrum. Yeah, he's not doing anything. He's like, ah, they didn't vote for me. Fuck these guys. (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy. Yeah. He, they say he hasn't taken taken a COVID update briefing since October third, and he also hasn't read any of the intelligence briefings since the election. Who's gonna run the cut? Like this is time for them to invoke the Twenty uh, Fifth Amendment that he's just unfit for president, and somebody else let Mike Pence take over for the next seventy days or whatever. I this got a is fun, crazy funny funny story. I spoke to my mother the other day. Uh, you do know, do my, you know who she voted for? Oh, or yeah, how does yeah. she feel my about? Whole, my whole family voted for Trump. Okay, so they're Trump supporters. Okay, all right. Oh yeah. How does that, how does that feel? How does that make you feel? You know, uh, it, it, we try to avoid politics, and my mother's pretty good at sort of toning down her rhetoric. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I think he should just accept the results and move on. Oh but really? If on, but if you go onto her Facebook page, you definitely don't get that impression. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she was talking to my my grandmother the other day. My ninety something year old grandmother lives down in Brunswick, Georgia, right on the Florida border, and uh, she uh, she was worried because she had heard that the National Guard was going to come in and remove the president from the office if he refuses refuses to leave. Right, right. Or that not maybe not the National Guard, but somebody you know they're going to. It'll probably be the National Guard. If he won't leave, then they'll have to take him out. Yeah. Uh, And my mother was like, "Well, you know, I mean, the inauguration is not until January, like you know." uh, And my grandmother's like, "No, but I heard that they might actually do it within the next couple of weeks. No, they're going to take him out of the White House in the next couple of weeks. I I read that somewhere, Uh, and my mother was like, "Well, I'm not a doubt that." She's like, "Well." My grandmother, she goes, well, the thing that, that I'm the most worried about is, I mean, who's going to decorate the White House for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> like, if Trump doesn't. What? That's what she was worried about. She wasn't worried about the state of the country. She was worried about who's going to decorate, decorate the, White, the House. White House. Yeah. Melania was really worried about it on that uh, secret call that came out. She was like, fuck Christmas. Yeah. Man. Uh, we also have another weird news drop from NFL. Owners unanimously approved 16-team playoff contingency plan. That's half the league. Yeah. And Damn, so if your team don't make the playoffs, they suck. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, the NBA. You know the NBA does half the league. And that's not good, man. Now, this is a – I agree with you. This is only a contingency plan – in the event that they are unable to finish the regular season. Oh, okay. 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 Um, the NHL did this too. Uh, they weren't able to finish their season, and so they they came up with this new format. They added some new um, teams to the list. Um, and it'll somehow be based on win percentage, of course. So I don't know. So hang in there, Falcons. You still might make the playoffs yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really uh I'm feeling confident about my team going to the playoffs, man. Oh yeah, I think you guys are gonna go And then it'll be uh man, it's a good feeling. I love this feeling. Like, okay, all right. What? What'd you say? I'm a Dolphins fan. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Feels good, man. 
Well, uh, should we dive into the uh, flip em and pick em? If, if we must. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you bow out for the season? No way. I'm making a comeback. Yeah, man. Or we could just, um, instead of playing the game, we could just pick the teams if you want. No, we're playing the game. We started <laughs> the game. We finished the game. That's the way this works. <laughs> All um, right, man. I don't mind. I like victory. It's uh, is it? It's my turn to call it. No, didn't you get shit for not calling tails last yeah. week? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's your turn. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna take that listener's advice, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna call tails, and I'm gonna flip it. All right, tails. Huh. it's tails. Wow, <laughs> it was right. Oh, man. I'm not a vindictive person at all, but I hate that listener. He was right. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Well, tells it is, so that means you're going first. Yeah, first up, we got Colts versus Titans. That game is two nights, Thursday night. That's a a, a rivalry game. Oh, yeah, they always try to do rivalries on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna go Titans. I think Philip Rivers is gonna fall down on his back again. <laughs> <Lost turtle. laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah. I didn't grab a clip of that. I, I need to grab a clip of that. Oh man, that shit's funny. Uh then we got Buccaneers Panthers. That's coming on on Sunday. Yeah. Um Division rivalry. It is a division game. Whew. I'm tempted to go with the Panthers on this one, but I'm going to say Bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers win this game. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're not going to have Christian McCaffrey. Really? I think he hurt his shoulder. Damn, he just got back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, if they don't have McCaffrey, I think they're better without him. <clears throat> they do seem to win without him. He's a dynamic player, but uh, I think they, they, don't, they don't lean on him as much. When he's not there, and I think it helps the team mm. in a weird way. Yeah. Mm. All right. Next up, Browns versus the Texans. I got to go with the team. Uh, what are they both coming out of the bye week, aren't they? Did yeah. the Texans last week? Texans no, they didn't. Blue, no. Mm. Mm. Oh, fuck it. I'll go Browns. <laughs> I might get that one. Maybe. Texans fired somebody, a PR uh, rep. Yeah, some girl. Amy something. Mm-hmm. And because they said she no longer uh, represented the ideals of the team or something like that. And people mm-hmm. people are saying that she was really o- uh, openly uh, supporting Joe Biden. And they think that she got basically got fired for her political leanings. Oh, snap. I didn't yeah, read man. That's what that's the story. That's crazy. Yeah, that's something I was just reading on, on Twitter. Uh, Damn. Yeah, man. So, see a lawsuit coming. Yeah, man, and people are saying like Deshaun Watson is must regret signing that that big, that gigantic contract that he signed mm. in the offseason uh, because that team is like falling apart at the seams. And she was apparently well liked around the league. This woman, this PR person. Well, now I'm really glad I picked the Browns. Got some internal turmoil. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck them. I wanted to tell you about that after you uh, picked. Uh, the After I made team. that pick of the Browns. 
the Washington ball. football team versus the Detroit Lions. This is the shit ball of the week right here. <laughs> I uh, do not know, man. Uh, I awesome. would like to say the Washington football team is going to win this game. Because mm. uh, it's about time for people to start looking at Matt Patricia as a fake news. Mm. He was... They loved him so much too when he was uh, standing over there with his big beard for mm-hmm. the uh, for the Patriots. Have you seen him without his beard? Yeah, <laughs> it, it should never be. It's something you can't unsee. Uh, so yeah, that's not. He needs that beard big time. <laughs> <clears throat> right next up, we got Packers and Jaguars. Gee, I wonder who <laughs> I should pick. This might be a week to catch up, man. I get, I'm getting I mean, all the hard Jake, ones. Jake Luton, come on. You got to show some respect to Jake Luton, mm-hmm. new starting quarterback for the Jaguars. That being said, I'm going Packers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Eagles-Giants in New York. Um, this is when the Eagles start pulling away in that division. I'm going to pick the Eagles. Mm. Yep. Giants have been balling lately. Eagles have won eight straight games against the Giants. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. So now we got Bengals versus Steelers. I mean, I'm going to go with my head on this one mm-hmm. and pick the Steelers. But Joe Burrow. Even though I would really like to see the Bengals. I mean, I just feel like the Steelers are going to lose at some point. Not this week. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to be against the Bengals. Nah. I think they'll lose to the Ravens deep. Yeah. yeah that don't makes they sense. play each other last game of the season? Yeah. You know, when there's nothing to play for, yeah. maybe they lose that game. Uh, Buffalo versus the Cardinals. Cardinals are going to win. i got to stop picking against Buffalo, but I got. I, I don't think Buffalo could beat the Cardinals. You really don't like the Bills. No, nah, man. I don't, I don't think it's real, man. They're 7-2. We saw them get gifted a game against the Rams. They got gifted another game against the Patriots when uh, Newton fumbles at the end, even though the guy did punch it out. But yeah. they were going to lose that game. They, they should have lost the Rams game without that bullshit pass interference. So yeah. I don't think of them as a 7-2 team. They should be 5-4. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I yeah. I, I got I when I watch them, I, they don't look like the truth. This last week, it looks pretty good though. That was the best game I've seen them play all year. Yeah, for sure. yeah, they looked good. Uh, but the Seahawks, their defense is eh. yeah, exactly. All right, Raiders Broncos. Uh, I gotta go Raiders on this one. Uh, Broncos, I don't think they have it this year. <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, Seahawks Rams. That's mm. gonna be a good game. Rams are coming out of their bye week, no? Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. with the yeah. I think the Rams are gonna pull this one out, actually. This one's a tricky one, I think. I'm getting all the tricky ones. I think you are too. Uh even the Cardinals Bills, that's a tough one. Huh? Did you do this on purpose? Oh, I just won the coin toss. All I had to do was listen to the guy who said it's always tails, you know? Yeah, that's the one thing I don't do. Yeah. Saints 49ers. Got to go Saints on that one for sure. 49ers are a shell of themselves. I finally um, get an easy one. Mm. Ravens Patriots. Going Patriots, of course. Yes. 
I'm going with the, <laughs> the Ravens are going to win that. Yeah, I think so, too. Maybe they'll install some new plays. Oh, look at this. I got Dolphins Chargers. Yeah. yeah. Man, this is going to be a good football game with those two young quarterbacks. Yeah, man. It's going to be so good. Part of me just, I really do feel, I said it in the last episode, I think the Chargers are going to go on this crazy run. But I just can't bet against the Dolphins right now. I can't do it. I, they just keep doing what they're doing. I'm going Dolphins. Okay. Uh, Bears-Vikings, another tough one, man. But uh, I think the Vikings are back, man. I, I think they're going to beat the Bears. I agree. I think Monday Dallas night game. It's going to actually be a good game on Monday night. That's a classic. Yeah. Vikings-Bears. Yeah. Black and, and so blue division. Jets, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Falcons are all on a bye week. Mm -hmm. So that means I can just kind of kick back and uh, enjoy the madness. Yeah, if you're uh, feeling better, we can watch together. If not, then we can text around the throughout the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, we got some good games this week. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think right. I could uh, start mounting my comeback this week. I feel good about my picks. <laughs> yeah. And and I have the, the shaky shaky ones. It might be – I might be so bad this week that I only get three right. Mm, that would be great. <laughs> that would be really helpful. I mean, so but helpful. is that possible? Could be. I mean, you did it last week, so – I mean, I did. I remember last year I had a couple weeks where my son only got one right. Oh, um, damn! Who did better than cheerleaders? I didn't. You know, it was one of those things where it was just like there were a bunch of upsets. Yeah, and just got lucky. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Spin NFL. Uh, I hope your team wins on Sunday. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Gift me, Sarah. And we'll see you next time. Have a good weekend. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.